Good. Uh, okay, and what we're going to do is we're um, just going to have a, an interview with uh, a couple. So I'd like to welcome um, Simon and Jerry. If we give them a hand to welcome them up. <laughs> if you Guys, grab a seat, grab a seat. So uh, I'll kick off with the first question, if I may be so bold. Um, why do you guys think uh, a culture of encouragement uh, is so worthwhile? We need to use the microphone. Yes, yes, for on, once. Which is unusual. Sam has got a good weekend ahead of him. <laughs> <coughs> I think a culture of encouragement creates an outward focus for the person who is the encourager and the person being encouraged. And um, God's amazingly clever because in the physical realm, when you are in a crisis, <coughs> or you're stressed, or you're suffering from anxiety, I'm going to get technical. The frontal lobe cortex is actually overridden by the amygdala. And the amygdala becomes bigger. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> the amygdala narrows your focus, keeps you in a stressful situation, which means you actually very often cannot <coughs> think or have a rational thought process in the situation you're in. Whereas if you are encouraged in that situation, or you are a naturally an encouraging kind of person, very often that process doesn't happen. You can stay. He is very good. He, he lives purposely, per permanently in a stressful situation at work. But he never gets stressed. <coughs> also, <laughs> shall I carry on or do you want to say something? <laughs> I think if we talk about uh, uh, culture or use a different word, use environment, the environment in which we are, are growing and living. I think, you know, uh, I coach leaders for the last, since 2003. God called me to do that. Uh, and I've learned from, from many, many people, and a lot of wisdom is based on biblical wisdom. And that we often say that you're either going into a crisis or you're coming out of a crisis. And if you're lucky, you might be going into an opportunity before you hit a crisis, you know. And if you look at our lives, uh, which are full of, you know, family issues, money issues, work issues, health issues, you know, it's, um, uh, I think that uh, God created us to be in a body that uh, stands with, supports, and uh, gives hope. And I think encouragement could be swapped for the word hope. And I think if we can be people that use scripture, that use prophecy, that use words of hope to each other, then we stand with each other in crisis. And you've heard stories this morning. And uh, it's a culture that I want to be part of. Mm. Yeah, that's very good. And I think very simply as well, if you are being encouraged or you are an encourager, it actually is that old saying about you can actually see the forest for the trees or you can see the wood for the trees. It does bring that ability to lift above the situation and see the bigger picture. Mm. That's good. Shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another question. <laughs> um, so can you tell us about a time where you specifically <coughs> felt encouraged? Yeah, so I'm going to use an extreme example. And um, I'm going to use it because of some of the words that were spoken this morning. <coughs> in 1982, I found myself in the bottom of a 40-foot yacht in the middle of an ocean as a non-believer. And uh, we'd been in a hurricane for six hours. And um, <coughs> I've lived this twice today. <laughs> when you're in a 40-foot yacht in oceans in the middle of a hurricane a 60-foot waves for six hours with no engine and six-foot sail, you're pretty vulnerable. And I'd reached that point of <coughs> realizing that um, this was my moment of potential death. And uh, as a 21-year-old man, I was pretty frightened. And I think at the point at which my inner belief broke, the Holy Spirit, which I now know, spoke to me. And it said, don't worry, my son, you will see the morning twice. 
And I remember turning to look in the bottom of this boat, women being sick and horrendous stuff going on. Five hours later, I was on the quayside drinking brandy going, that was God. So my experience as a Christian was of the Holy Spirit in giving me the one thing that I needed, which was mm. peace despite the fear and situation I was in. So all I've done is do what the Father did. I've emulated that through mm. my Christian life with those that I can see that I have permission to talk to in their situations of crisis or testing or being knocked down and just giving them a nudge of encouragement, a glass of hope. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Um, so amazing story, Simon. Quite an extreme example, as you said. So how do you two then put this culture into practice in your everyday circumstances? Um, we, I was actually quite a negative person. I was brought up a negative person. In fact, one of the best sayings in our house of 14 people, it was a bit like bread, was, that's getting peas above sticks, lass. <laughs> and if you're northern, you understand that. Peas above sticks, don't get big ideas. Don't think you're better than anybody else. <laughs> we were constantly being knocked down. So <clears throat> for me, my job made me to start encourage people because I manage big teams. And in the big teams, one of the first things we were taught, catch somebody doing something. Ignore the bad stuff, but catch someone doing something really well and tell them. So for the worst people on your team, catch them doing something really well and encourage them. I thought, what a load of rubbish. But it really, really, really did work. And unfortunately now my girls are battered with catch someone doing really well. And the other thing my girls would say is, <coughs> Simon's taught me we don't do what ifs in the Howitt household. And I am the worst at times. I will say maybe, yeah, but what if? And both my girls, 21 and 18, will go, well, how it's, we don't do what ifs. Shut up and move on. So there's two practical things there. Yeah, I think that in the life of church and outside church too, you know, you've only got to pull up someone's bumper and start talking to them to very quickly sense where they're at. And I always look for the good in them or to remind them of who they are or to remind them that they will come through this and they will move on. So I'm always looking to, to impart a message of hope to strangers mm. and to people that we know. Mm. That's really good. Um, thank you so much for, for sharing all that with us. It's been very helpful. I feel I've learned a lot about the brain under stress and <laughs> peas and sticks. <laughs> and I just feel a bit more northern now. Uh, but thank you so much. Let's give them a massive hand, shall we, as they take their seats. <laughs>